Today on Rooted Daily, we're gonna talk about marriage and how God can take our relationships from rubble to total restoration. Here's how. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and we have a God who can bring you from total destruction to total restoration. I mean, think about Paul. He's a guy who was as far away from God's will as you could get. But then Jesus showed up and Paul was not just forgiven, he was restored to be a bold advocate for the gospel he once persecuted. If God can bring about that kind of restoration in a guy like Paul, he can do it in your marriage too. But what we have to understand in that marriage is that it cannot exist in a vacuum. It can't. The very principle of marriage is founded on Christ's love for us. And one of the reasons our relationships struggle is because we lose sight of that. When you get that the foundational purpose of your marriage it, on something that's wrong, the, the design that follows is going to be all wrong too. You know, what do you think the purpose of our society's ideal marriage is? Maybe happiness, fulfillment, raising successful families, and none of those are bad or wrong, but if any of those are the central purpose for your relationship, can you see how the design of your marriage could be warped? If happiness is the goal, could you see how it would be easy to lash out or cheat or just give up when the happiness goes away? If fulfillment is the goal, what happens when your relationship feels empty and meaningless? Or maybe it's raising a family, that's the goal. What happens when you find out that's not in the cards? What happens when your kids are raised and gone? Now we can want all of those things, right? But, but if those are our central purpose, the design of our marriage is going to be off. To get God's design for marriage, we have to start with God's purpose for marriage. So what's God's purpose? Ephesians 5.25 says, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. That tells us marriage isn't just an allowance God gives us. It has always been a part of his eternal plan to model what true love is. Marriage was going to be God's illustration, albeit an imperfect illustration, of the kind of relationship Christ would have with the church. Check out what Paul writes in uh, Ephesians 3.17. I pray that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Listen, if we are ever going to restore our relationships, we must first know God's love for us. We must dwell in it. We must comprehend it. We have to be filled with it. Why? Because unloved people are unloving people. When I don't feel genuinely loved, I don't feel like giving love. So Jesus said, love each other as because I have loved you, John 15, 12. God, he purposed our marriages to reflect his unfailing, unconditional love, the kind of love the psalmist wrote about. Not to us, O Lord, but to you goes all the glory for your unfailing love and faithfulness, Psalm 115.1. Or Jeremiah, 
I have loved you, my people, with an everlasting love, with unfailing love. I have drawn you to myself, Jeremiah 31.3. Or Paul, God shows his great love for us in this way. Christ died for us while we were still sinners, Romans 5.8. To love our spouse, we need to first dwell in the love that God has for us. And in that order too, it's all about the order of operations. We cannot expect to get good at showing love before we've really seen what love is. The Apostle John shows us the right sequence in 1 John 4. Notice he makes a deposit before he tells us to write the check. First the deposit in verse 9. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that he, we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. That's the deposit. God loves you before you could love him or, or anyone else really with this kind of true unconditional love that he purposed our marriages to display. And then after having made this outrageous eye-opening deposit, John calls on you and calls on me to pull out our checkbook. Beloved, if God so loved us in verse 11, we also ought to love one another. So here is why, here's what's so important to understand. The way to restore purpose to your relationship is not to double down. It's not just with pure grit and willpower that you try to overcome whatever barriers there are and love your spouse more. No, the Bible says that's really not the right order of events. You must first experience, comprehend, dwell in God's love for you. Remember Paul's prayer, may you be rooted and grounded in love, Ephesians 3.17. We are like trees, just like they, they draw up their nutrients from the soil in order to, to survive and bear fruit, we draw nourishment from God. We draw nourishment from God's love. Your ability to love your spouse well is dependent on you being rooted in God's love. That's where the nutrients come from. And have you noticed what happens when a, a tree has no contact with the soil? Every year around New Year's Day, we, we see this exemplified for us. Somewhere around the first of the year, families go over to their Christmas tree and they take off the ornaments, they take off the lights, and then they carry the tree outside. And if they're like me, they leave that house or that tree on the side of the house until June. Now, as they're carrying the tree out, what happens to all the needles? Where do they wind up as you drag it out of the house? They go all over the place, right? Why? Because over time, that tree has been rooted in a metal bowl rather than soil. And over time, it has a pretty bad effect on the tree. It becomes brittle and fragile, easy to fall apart. Maybe it looked pretty for a while, but it was dying. Their roots weren't getting the nutrients they needed to survive and to thrive. And maybe your marriage looks good on the outside, but are you finding it hard to love? Has your love become brittle and fragile, easy to fall apart? I mean, no matter how hard you try to love, your love seems to just quickly fade away. If that's the case, maybe your roots, your life is grounded in the wrong soil. The first step we need to take to restore purpose to our relationships is not toward the people we want to love, but toward God. The secret to loving is in the receiving. We love because he first loved us. The key is having our roots go down deep into the soil of God's perfect love 
and unconditional love. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I cannot wait to sit down, open up God's word with you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you are growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and you want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you are ready to take the next step to repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk today. Just send me a text to 317 207-2734.